Okay, I'll I'll do I'll do the right ear. <laughs> I'll do the right ear. Want me to go? Want me to go up? Oh, wait, I'm going from the bottom up, right? I'm going the top down. Okay, okay here oh we go. God. We don't know where we're gonna end, but it'll happen. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Signal Flow, a new podcast that explores the technology, techniques, and ideas behind music in the digital age, from input to output. My name is Aaron Barra, and I'm an associate professor here at Berklee College of Music, and I am interested in creative technologies. Hello there, I'm Loudon Stearns. I'm also an associate professor here at Berklee College of Music, and I like to build things. So this is the third podcast of a, a series of three. Yep. Um, where we're kind of culminating. We've already taken a look at Apparat and Mode Selector in mm -hmm. the previous episodes here. So if you haven't listened to those, you absolutely should go back and give those a listen as well. Uh, but in this episode, we're going to be talking about Moderat. Right, how the two artists come together like Voltron to perform... To produce the super... Super group. Super group. Yes. That's that a is. thing. Especially for electronic musicians. Like Diplo and Skrillex mm. makes Jack U. I didn't know that. This is uh, this is per uh, particularly good collaboration, I would say. Oh, you say something about Jack U? Um, well, that was awesome also. Yeah, but okay, good. But Moderat is, I'd say, top five collaborations from, from my perspective. Really? Oh, yeah. I am I am in love with this music. So good, isn't it? It speaks to me on many yeah. levels. The live shows are amazing, too. The visuals are stunning. Yeah, they're just great musicians. Never, never to be seen again. What do you mean? Oh, you didn't know that Moderat's uh, no longer. <laughs> you know, it's, oh. I read it online, and I it was like a punch, a gut punch right there. Oh, it hurts. I know. So you're just going to have to relish in these three albums that they've given us all right so are we going to be analyzing a track today like we did with um the previous two yeah i'll just when you want to talk about something just say okay stop what song are we listening to we're going to be listening to this is my favorite moderat track it's called mm. running off of their third album we should just jump right in i don't even want to say anything let's about hear it, it. I'm, I'm excited okay. i'm excited here we go <laughs> There's something unsettling that just un doesn't feel right I, I about think this I know right what off the bat. I just don't feel right. Like, I like it. Some cool rhythms, but I just can't find my place. Yeah, it's got a real instable or unstable, rather, rhythmic pattern. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I think I know. I think I know what is. this it is. too early? Should we listen to more? No, I think we should definitely talk about, A, the fact that this is in 3-4. At least that's how I'm feeling it. It's, okay. it's a house beat that's in 3-4. That's odd. Which, yeah, you don't typically see. I mean, it's three on the floor. <laughs> what this would be called. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell my students not to do all the time. I think you forgot number four. Yeah. That's probably what I'm hearing because it just didn't feel right. I wasn't able to well, find my place. The there's other this... thing, there's a da 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 da. 
there's a, a rhythmic pattern of the kick. And usually when you hit, would hear a pattern, da 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 da, that last da with the most emphasis should be the downbeat. Right. But in this case, it's beat two of three. So. Can we hear it from the beginning again? Because <laughs> I. I, I want to also bring up another thing about this kick drum because it changes later on in the track, but it's it's what I would classify as as wimpy. Yeah, and and that that is a bold move right. for a three on the floor track. So we're already we're already <laughs> seeing three on the floor, and then how about we just throw in the fact that this kick really doesn't have like the body yeah. that you would expect from a group like this. Three on the wimpy floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's cue this back up. So yeah, pay, yeah, so pay can... attention to that beat two situation there. Yeah. We hear the, just the rhythmic chord pattern first. Which is right? an extremely like enticing sound and chord pattern. And because there's no kick, there's no backbeat, I'm immediately thinking in four. That's our default. Yep. And I'm counting in four and it works. Like I can, I can actually count it out in four and it feels good, but then there's like a hiccup. But like then it almost doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful way to start. I think that's what they call the metric fake out. What? I, I just I just made that up. Then they aren't calling it that. <laughs> well, they are also calling it three on the floor now. So <laughs> well, let's hear the metric fake out. They are pretty smart. I love metric fake outs. <laughs> All right, here we let's go. Let's check it out. <laughs> I'm counting in four, no problem. All this time running around. Legs and limbs, millions of eyes. Searching, pulling, and devouring. Spark of fire, set I must have listened to this song literally hundreds of times. And and it took me a while to kind of figure out. Like, But, you know, we, we talk about this idea of musical choices telling a story. And this is such a rhythmic way to tell a story about keep on running. Like the, the momentum and the instability of that rhythmic pattern just really makes this song like I will power walk. I will put my <laughs> headphones on. I will walk so powerfully from point A to point B because of that rhythmic figure. Wow. The other thing I think is really interesting is that I can't understand a word he's saying. Not that we were listening to anything but the kick drum, <laughs> <laughs> the rhythmic pattern. Well, I never listened to anything but the kick drum. <laughs> well, in this, which in was this, not wimpy after a while. Well, the second it, it comes in, verse yeah. two, it's like okay, just another fake out right yeah. there. What would that be called? A Tambral fake. Tambral spectral fake out. Fake out. <laughs> oh, that's our new that's a new supergroup. <laughs> spectral fake out. <laughs> 
Man, I've been looking for titles. Coming up with band names is like the <laughs> hardest thing. As soon as I said that, I remembered many times in my life with like a whiteboard in a really sweaty, smelly rehearsal space and like five people trying to come up with band names. You know, you've been playing together for a while and then it's just like this whole list of like horrible terms. You're trying this one and that one, you know, spectral fake out would definitely show up on that list. Yeah, if, I mean, if we were in a band, it would be, we'd have so many names. Just even from this particular podcast here. Three on the floor. Three on the floor is pretty good. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you can't understand his words? No. I mean, the one will pop out every so often. You know, down the hall. I hear that. Um, Up the hill. Running. Yeah. But but no. And they're speaking English. I've uh, looked that up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing I know. But all those things that popped out for you, that's enough to to, to have a picture. I feel the same way about Bonnie Bear. When I listen to his music, yeah. I'm like, it's just n- indecipherable. And I love it. It's never mattered to me. Indecipherable words. I had, a, I had a class of students once. And we're listening to this reggae tune a student made. And I'm like loving it. The whole, every student's laughing. Right? And I didn't understand why at the end of it. And like they had to tell me, oh, yeah, I, I was just saying gibberish the whole time. <laughs> I listened again like, and like I heard, yeah. oh, yeah, those, those aren't words. Those are just <laughs> syllables. But the rhythm was so good. Yeah. The kick drum was so good. I it's don't think that it's, you know, it doesn't make or break a recording for me. Yeah, if, if the kick drum pattern is good enough. As long as as long as you've got me in another way. So there's this great instability, <laughs> right? I never feel comfortable. And to me, um that's you're running away from something. You're never going to feel comfortable, right? So it's like it's like that that natural sense that they created with that kick drum pattern that is totally out of the ordinary. Um but yet in the beginning I couldn't put my finger on it, right? It really took you counting out, oh, that's where that's where the downbeat is. And then I would start agreeing with it. But up until that point, I, I really Didn't could know. not sense where one is. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, it is very cool. And I think if, if I think about like running away from something or uh, running, and maybe I'm overanalyzing, but it's one of my Let's favorite things. Let's get deep. Let's take uh, well, it there. Well, no, it's like um, when I'm running, first of all, I hate it. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> I'm always like like caught between listening to my breath, you know, and like trying to pace that and then pacing out what my legs are doing and then also think how close I am to fatigue. And you're like, you're balancing all these things, how much I, my legs can push, how much my lungs can, can work. And they're all in these subtly different paces, you know, and you try to sync up your breathing to your footsteps and eventually it doesn't work out. It falls out of sync. Um, and I, I think that it relates to what they're doing there, right? There's this like, because I can, I can count it in four. I can force myself to. And not even force, it just feels like natural, but then it suddenly is out of sync after a while. Well, and then and you until you reset. get to 12, right? right. And, and then, then it's, it's back in, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. So thank you for telling me how to count. Yeah. Well, you know, it's my do pleasure. I a, do I get a gold star? You do when we're done here. Uh, I, I also think that synth sound, like that initial mm-hmm. texture is so interesting because it has like a vowel associated yeah. with it that keeps moving. It's like, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really cool. So it's it's moving at the same time. Like there's just a lot of motion in, in every every sense of it, spectrally here and sonically. That little formant filter yeah, gives you that so sense cool. of vowels moving around. So that's how you would do it, a formant filter? You wouldn't use like vocal synth or... Something well, that... you know, a formant is just a, I mean, every, every vowel is just a specific EQ shape, right? And a formant filter is just a filter, usually three bandpass filters, designed to carefully move between those common, those common filter frequencies, right? 
It's, I, I'm, I want to know more about how you would do this. Oh, well, another podcast. All right, all right. But with three bandpass filters, <laughs> with three bandpass filters, you can, you can create uh, vowel sounds because vowel sounds are just, are just filter shapes, right? Our mouths are a filter. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So we've had that conversation before yeah, as well. It, right? So many. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's keep listening. There's, yeah, I want to hear more. more coming. something they do a lot this voice that just like continues on yeah, forever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty cool where it just kind of extends out and you get that little loop of that little vocal phrase relates back to that formant filter on that initial synth right there's all this kind of vocal reference i love it but then then the well it's not necessarily a clave pattern but it's something yeah seriously it's like close a cascara kind of yeah, yeah this is a consistent rhythm that's not standard and it's a little bit higher pitched, which besides the vocal, that's the only thing that's really like sitting up there right now. Is that ride symbol yeah. that's in there? Is that what we're talking about? That little ride that's in there? So there's my favorite part in the song is about, oh, it's about to happen. I'm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Okay. Here. talk about that because i love it can we jump back a little bit before that well, we don't have to change the thing but the there was sound there was a sound that before that there was a sound that i really love so you're saying one of your favorite sounds so before that you hear there's like all those delays of that voice going over but then there's like it has like a weird pitch shift to the voice yeah uh-huh right it's like a just a tape echo that you change the, the speed the, the delay time yeah wow. love that sound it's one of my favorites okay. they use it subtly but the the pitch gliding yeah, well, I think it's more than just that, oh, right? Well, there's I think there's some. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can, but I'll uh, postulate. <laughs> can we get a spectrum analyzer up here? So make sure we got this right. Okay, I'm just gonna start it again so we can hit that little uh, break. Hear my thing. Yeah, so love cool. that sound. So that had to be hardware. You couldn't do that digitally without some sort of artifact. Oh, no, you can. Really? Yeah, Echo device and Ableton does it. But now. it's gonna, you're gonna hear the artifacts. You're gonna hear the, the changing of the, the rate.
Okay, let's just let's just talk about it because I want to be able to make this sound. So I, I one more time. It's like a convergence of many things. How is the left ear different than the right ear? Well, one of them's pitching down and one is pitching up, I believe. That's what I heard. I yeah. heard like you have a you have a couple oscillators in both. This is my analysis after hearing twice, and you can disagree with me. I heard. I hope I have my headphones on correctly. So the left ear was rising in pitch. Yep. And the right ear was descending in pitch, and they ended at unison. Yes. Uh, the same, but each of them has many oscillators. So there's Saw like, tooth. and they're added. They're slightly out of tune. So if I was to create this, I would probably use two tracks, and use the unisono mode on both synths, so the same patch, and some kind of unison mode, a little out of tune. So each one has their own out of tuneness. Okay, how much? Like five cents, ten cents? Yeah, right around there. Right. Yeah, I don't know how many oscillators. Four or five. It's in like pretty head. Get a little bit of that okay. swarm of bees kind of sound. And they all saw. Are they square or triangle? I have to listen again. I don't get caught up in. I think it, it sounds very uh, saw, saw-y yeah. to me. And then yeah. there's some sort of uh, filtration happening as well, like a cutoff frequency raising, or rising, mm -hmm. rather. And then the left ear is moving up, and then the right ear is moving okay, down. Okay, so we've so done it. Says. We I figured we it. cracked the code. Yeah, so if someone out there can recreate it and send <laughs> it in, we'll yeah. a prize for the best THX sound that's exactly it it reminds me of uh being yeah. in a theater yeah. but that that sense of excitement like that's my favorite part of being in the movie besides <laughs> the movie part is that dolby yeah. or whatever like it is it's like and then it starts shaking the gigantic subwoofers oh, in the theater i yeah. mean i wish we i wish we were in a gigantic room with subwoofers right now listening yeah. to this another version of that same kind of sound that i love my favorite version of that is from the song retrograde by james blake mm. and which is amazing song but in the middle of it there's a, a similar gesture but he does some other cool things in there like have the you know, many oscillators but only one of them the pitch will shift just a little bit you know goes at it so you have this whole chord it sounds like a polysynth but then one voice kind of changes a little yes. bit yes oh we should so definitely good. retrograde that's a future podcast yeah, right i cried there. when i first heard that song i've seen amazing. him live so many times yeah, i kind of want to be him <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like assume his identity yeah. just one day if you see me in in place of james blake don't be alarmed <laughs> i have abducted I him it. uh should we finish this song here keep yeah, listening let's play a little more snare only very sparingly, very sparingly. And like a very noisy snare too that helps really you know and the, the two and four snare is usually what keeps you oriented in a song that's part of that keeping it real loose I can't stop talking about this being in three it's weird it's so cool right yeah I still don't know what the downbeat is though one two it's three. just there it just is <laughs> Yeah. It's so cool. So now now I need a 6-8 house tune. I need a 5-4. Ooh, wouldn't that be so cool? I've had people try. Really? Yeah, and it always fails. 5-4 is horrible. I mean, I thought this 3-4 rendition was actually artfully done. No, so for, well, why does it work then, right? Because I think most, I, I, for me, at the very end, final, final kind of thoughts, I think lacking a snare really helps me just be in that, um, I, I almost hear it in one. You know, mm. I just feel like every kick it's is one, unique. One. You know, it's just like, 
like just like if you're tired and every footstep, you know, you can do anything one at a time. Oh, I like that. So Hearing it like, in one one. It's <laughs> just one. Wow. Um, because yeah, I really until you start talking, I don't have a I don't have a sense of where that downbeat is. Well, for me, it's it's dictated by the the vocal phrasing yeah, yeah. and also the the harmonic progression when things are changing. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that there's just this complete lack of uh, grounding. No stability anywhere in there. Just running. Yeah. Just keep keep on running. Just don't trip. Well, this has been a really great conversation and a nice way to wrap up the, the, the three-part series we got going on here. Always a pleasure, Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we got more exciting things coming in the future. Stay tuned and subscribe, share, like, engage, all of it. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging with you, listening to some music. It was a fun three-part series. Um, from now on, we're going to do a variety of things. Right? We started out like listening to music and talking about it, getting a sense of our vocabulary and how we how we communicate. But uh, I think our next one's going to be a bit more tech-oriented, a bit more forward-looking. Yeah, let's uh, show up for the future. 